this week on Moms Moving On. I was doing the checkbook. I thought I knew everything. And of course, now you think of checkbooks, it's all digital and wallets and whatnot. So when I say that, it sounds kind of funny, but I didn't know about the pensions. I didn't know about 401ks and all of that was involved. Being a teacher, it valued everything. So there were a lot of mistakes made. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I'm so glad you're here today because today's going to be one of those eye-opening moments where you're like, wow, I never knew I always needed to know that. And I love providing that kind of information for you. And today we have Melanie Johnson on with us, who is the national director for Second Saturday and has led a Second Saturday divorce workshop in Austin, Texas since 2006. In addition to that, she's a certified divorce financial analyst. And since 2004, she has owned and operated Divorce Financial Solutions. And then in 2011, joined Beck Capital Management as an investment advisor. Now, I I know what you're thinking. What in the world is Second Saturday? Well, these are divorce workshops started back in the 80s, and it's a program of the Women's Institute for Financial Education, the acronym for that is WIFE, founded in 1988 and is the oldest nonprofit organization dedicated to providing financial education to women in their quest for financial independence. Hello, Melanie. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for um, you know, being able to be here and speak to your listeners and to you. Absolutely. I I love meeting new people and our audience does as well. And I think what's amazing about this is Second Saturday sounds like the real OG of providing community and education for women going through the divorce process, is it not? It is. Um, most people think that divorce is about the legal part, but so much of the, much of the time it's about the it's about families, it's about emotions, and mm-hmm. it's about money. The legal part is just how you get it done. Absolutely. Like the, I always say the legal part is just like one little piece and there's so much more there that, like I said earlier, we don't know that we need to know. But now, I mean, you're holding a pretty big role now with this national organization. And I imagine there's something in your backstory that led you to this. You would be right. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always doing this. I actually was a, um, a kindergarten teacher for 12 years. I was married when I was 19, never thought you married, going to stay married the rest of your days. I had three beautiful children. And after 17 years of marriage, went through a divorce. And all the things that I thought I know now, but I didn't know then, like I was doing the checkbook. I thought I knew everything. And of course, now you think of checkbooks, it's all digital and wallets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So when I say that, it sounds kind of funny, but... I didn't know about the pensions. I didn't know about 401ks and all of that was involved. Being a teacher, it had valued everything. So there were a lot of mistakes made. The house was a big one. We put values on it. I mean, we've had a wonderful housing market, but we see some things going on now in our world. And so the value that was put on the house wasn't the value when it sold. And as a teacher, that um, was a lot of money for me. Mm -hmm. So there were so many different things in there that I wish I would have known that I didn't know because no one says, let's put $200 a month away in a divorce kitty because half of us will probably be divorced. Right. That's true. That's a, 
that should be like a billboard on the side of every major highway. Like half of you are headed for failure and divorce. <laughs> Save some money. No, but I mean, I yes. think it's so like, that's that classic old school advice. Like I know my grandma and my mom both gave me like, save some money for a rainy day because you never know when there's going to be a storm. But that's obviously true. there's more than that and so much more to know. And and I know for myself personally, I didn't even, I was never good with money before my divorce. I wasn't good at budgeting. And now here all, all of a sudden I'm a single mom managing my own business. And I had to learn quickly, but it was like, a, I was working backwards at that point. Absolutely. There were other things I didn't know, like you should wait two years before you move on so that you heal emotionally. And I didn't do that. So I, when I said I never thought I'd be divorced once, little one twice, I, you know, married again within 18 months. I had self-esteem things that were going on. So, you know, just wasn't sure. I was in my mid thirties. I thought I was so much older. I had these you know, three children. There were so many different things that I wasn't prepared for when I was going through it. And the second marriage was very different because there were three businesses and five, five different properties. So when I was looking for something to do, cause I had to reinvent myself. I didn't have enough income for providing the three children. That's when I came across the second Saturday to work divorce workshops and I reinvented myself and became a certified divorce financial analyst. I got my series 65 to do what I'm doing now on the investment side. And it brought the education part there that so many women now have a place to go to, to find out because about only half of the women um, that are at the workshops are just thinking about it. So it gives you like, what do I need to know legally? What do I need to know financially? emotionally and, and whatnot. So what, well, you know, what I find is really helpful for women knowing what questions to ask. A lot of the times when I'm working with a new client and she's yet to meet with an attorney, she's like, just tell me what I need to ask them. Like, I don't even know I'm going in there so filled with emotion and I want to protect my kids, but I don't even know like which way to steer the conversation. And so what do you think are the questions most women are not asking, but should when they're starting the divorce process in regards to money? Well, the biggest one that I think gets left on the table is no one's looking at it from a post-divorce situation. Everyone looks at it here and now. I have these assets and I'm living in this home and no one realizes that after the ink is signed, that there's no do-overs, mm. then all of a sudden, how am I going to get that money for the next week to pay groceries? Right. So a lot of that gets left in the very beginning of it. And to me, it's one of the biggest things that drives which assets we need to ask for. So when, when someone's sitting in the attorney's office and they're talking about the money, not knowing the marital and the separate property and what that asset looks like if they had to go and liquidate it is probably the biggest one. So I always tell everyone, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know what is involved in liquidating it or whatnot, but you do need to know if I was to liquidate this asset, what tax consequences, what penalties, surrender charges, what's involved in it. And many don't ask that at all. Or can it even be transferred to me? Mm -hmm. Because there's certain assets or they can't even be liquidated. 
like okay. a real estate rate. You might have to hold it for five or 10 years. And what would you say to the, to the woman who will say, I have no idea what kind of money we have or where it is or what's been done with it. Um, I don't even know, you know, if we have any money left, what would you say to that woman? What would their first steps be? Um, it's going to be getting things like the tax return, believe it or not, because if they signed on it, it's going to have a huge amount of information on there. Do you have interest coming in from Wells Fargo? Well, guess what? We have a Wells Fargo account because I had interest. Mm-hmm. Or if you have dividend, if you have dividends, that means you have an account that has stocks in it. And so if you don't have a statement from Fidelity, well, guess what? You probably have assets in an account at Fidelity because they were filed on there. So that alone right there can start leading them to, I know we have these assets because look right here, that ske- the schedules give you a lot of the information. That's amazing. I, I, you know, we really don't know where to look sometimes. Like I was not at all prepared in high school or college or any of my master's programs for this type of thing. And I've seen personally so many of my clients who come to me after the divorce process who have just been screwed royally because they didn't know what to ask for, what they were entitled to, and just wanted to get the process done. To all my moms moving on, I have something amazing for you. If you're ready to move on from your engagement ring, the experts at Worthy can help you turn it into cash, fast and risk-free. Worthy does all the work and their competitive auctions get you the best deal possible. Over 45,000 people have already moved on with Worthy. Are you ready to move on too? Visit worthy.com slash moms to get an extra $100 when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. That's worthy.com slash moms for a special bonus offer just for the Moms Moving On community. It's here. Oh my God, I can't believe it. My book is officially out in the world. Have you ordered it yet? It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and comes out the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self, and create the life you truly deserve. So order it now. What are you waiting for? For our listeners who have never heard of Second Saturday, what what kind of information do these workshops provide? Really good question. Um, there's always an attorney that family law attorney that's will be there. There's, um, a, usually either a therapist or a divorce coach, someone like myself, a CDFA or a financial professional. And then a lot of times there's a mediator or even a realtor that'll be there. So let's take, for instance, the legal, they're going to talk about the process. How long is it going to take? Because even to live in a certain state before you file, you have to live there a certain amount of time or even in the county. They're going to talk about your rights. You know, am I allowed to stay in the house? Do I have to leave the house? They're going to talk about child support, child custody. What can I do? You know, children's age, they'll talk about different things along with that because the younger children may have totally different custody issues than a 16 year old. Mm -hmm. 
So they're going to go through those legal things. They're going to even talk about attorney fees that everyone's scared of. Like, can I afford to even get divorced? So everyone is state specific and like in the, in, in the city. And that helps because each one is held there from the financial I think one of the, also I talk about the 10 financial pitfalls to avoid not having cash. So much of the time there's joint accounts. And if you don't have your own separate account that you can't be cleaned out of, that's probably something you definitely want to look at um, getting is having your own account. You cannot be cleaned out of and don't have it at the same bank that all the other family accounts are at because it's all, your spouse goes and opens it up um, to look at the balances. They're going to see a new account on there. I have t- attendees tell me that all the time. That's amazing advice. That right there, that's a huge piece of gold. I hope everybody listening is going to file that away somewhere. And it's probably it's the first one because that phone call will come more times than not that you know, my spouse called and let me, you know, is out of town and said, I just wanted you to know I'm filing. And they went to look in their bank account and money had disappeared. So it's not to start World War III. And it's not that you're going to hide it and not have it disclosed. It's how do I make sure that I am secure because cash can be king a lot of times in situations. So it just, and if you can get the money part out of the way, a lot of times client, um, attendees will end up coming to second Saturday and they decide to stay in their marriage. I mean, they've learned valuable information, but it's just as much work to go through it because of all the things you'll do. But the, this, it is this t- the financial pitfalls to avoid is getting documents. I can tell you if you do not have the documents, you want to start getting them on the financial side. So we'll give them a list of those things that they like need the to get. Like the tax returns, et cetera. Yes. And pay stubs. That's one of my favorite ones. Don't get just the pay stub right now. One of the reasons, Michelle, is because if you're getting a bonus in October and we're in June right now, that bonus isn't going to show up on the, on the pay stub in June. But I always tell everyone to get the current one and get the end of year for the previous year, because then you'll have a line item that says bonus on there. It's not going to show that in the tax return. And so, and when everyone's filling it out, they're always emotional. You forget things. Sometimes they forget things on purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> and not put them on there. Like those um, employee stock purchase plan or restricted stock units you have with a public company. There's just things like that. On the emotional side, they're talking about self-care, um, self-esteem. They're talking about how do you help the children understand divorce? What are some of the do's and don'ts that you say, how to best get through them. They'll give them resources and then also how to deal with a hostile spouse or the punishing spouse, the invasive spouse that doesn't want to give you information, just holidays. So the legal, I mean, the emotional part is also really good. So those are some of the topics they'll talk about and give resources to, and every professional We'll have slides going, you know, and helping and resources for them to go to. It's divorce school, everybody. And it sounds like a lot of us could have used this a long time ago. And by a lot of us, I mean myself. So how many cities is this in now? There's over 120. Wow. 35, 35 states. Now, if I back up and tell you that in 2006, when I had the first one, I was the seventh in the U.S. They... 
you didn't know about Second Saturdays. Most people don't even know there's anything, a class, a workshop, a seminar. You go to your attorney, you hide, you go behind closed doors, you pay an exorbitant amount, everyone's terrified, and you feel like you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So to be able to go in. That's about right. <laughs> yes. And, as, and coming from the perspective of teaching and educating, I thought if there's anything I could do to help people understand what they were going to go through and what they needed to know, what they needed to collect. And then if it didn't happen, you were that much better of a partner in your marriage. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's so interesting that people end up staying in their marriages after these workshops. But I, you know, I too have had clients that come to me and they swear us over and we have conversations and they're like, "Mm, maybe it's not, you know, but that's always a good realization to come to. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, you and I have that teacher thing in common. I was also a teacher in my former life and having that Uh, experience coupled with my experience of being a child of divorce and a divorced mom is where I knew I really wanted to make a difference on the co-parenting side of things. So I think it's just interesting how your past can like bleed into your future and shape the new things that you do. Absolutely. I thought you've heard of H&R Block where every city you could go and get someone. When I first started, I thought I'm going to be on a mission. I want it to be my legacy. Before I had these little children, I was teaching and I knew that they would take part of me going into the future. And now when I'm in the workshops, you know, I know that I'm helping a family, you know, get through one of the most difficult and probably the biggest transaction or transition of their entire life. And so if I could get those around the U.S. and anywhere else, I felt like I would have really done something well in this world. Good. And so the founders for them to start that back in 1989 is phenomenal. Think about the internet even being around then. Right, I know. Uh, so here's a question I have. So the second Saturday meetings, I know originally it was under the acronym WIFE. Are the meetings just for women? Okay, so WIFE is the 5013C umbrella that second Saturday is just a program okay. under Wife and wife is the Women's Institute for Financial Education. And they originally started out only for women. But through time, men started coming and they even started one, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, the men's divorce workshop. But almost all second Saturdays are for men and women. There are a few that are only for women. And they're not just on Saturdays any longer either. When they originally had had put the second Saturday, the Saturdays together, it's because it fell when they were people were available and mm-hmm. holidays didn't fall on. It was for those reasons. But now they're during other days of the week. So if they could have changed the name, maybe it would have, but it's kind of there now. No, I mean it's catchy, but yeah, I, I definitely would have thought it was just on Saturdays, but it's great to open the days up to people who are maybe observing religious days on Saturdays or what have you. So this is great. And I love to know that men can go too, because I get a lot of, you know, I have like 90% female following, but that small 10% of men who reach out and say, there's nothing for us. Now can I say, now I can say there's something for you. Yes. We've also had couples come. Amazing. Spouses have come and showed up. One time I had two couples and one workshop. Wow. Amazing. So you, all right. So you've been divorced twice. Was your second divorce recent? No, I've been divorced for 12 years. I've learned a little bit. Okay. Tell us what you've learned. Cause I think you've got more advice than you realize. Um, well, I knew to wait. I knew that 
it did take about two years um, for the emotional part to look back and say, I'm glad that I did do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, being in the financial industry, I knew to save, I knew to budget, live within my means. I mean, when I first started out, I moved out and went to that, you know, two bedroom apartment and both at that time I had the two girls left and they were um, sleeping in the same room and it just took time to save and build and, and go through all the adult steps that I mm-hmm. wish I would have done in my twenties and early thirties for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you live and you learn as they say, and now you're teaching so many Melanie, thank you so much for being here. How can our listeners learn more about you and the second Saturday workshops and all the things they need to know? So secondsaturday.com is the website. You can go there and find a location in your state and city. They're also, they're not only in person any longer, but they're also online. And the one that I have is what we call a hybrid. So they'll be in person and online at the same time. So there's many of those going on. Um, I believe Ian Tatcher from Miami, Mm -hmm. he put us in touch together. And so Mm -hmm. he has one. Um, so I wanted to thank him for that, but secondsaturday.com is where you go and find out the different locations and you'll actually see mine, mine in Austin, Texas, um, on the website there. Well, amazing. If anyone from Austin, Texas is listening, go and meet Melanie, um, report back. I'm sure you'll love her and you'll be very lucky to have done so. For everyone else, thank you so much for listening. We will, of course, link everything in the show notes. Melanie, thank you so much for being with us today. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time on Moms Moving On. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process, from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On membership community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong. 